Hope is here to stay. One feeling that never leaves us, no matter how much we think we lost it. Sometimes it is blurring our clear and painful view of reality, in which case we are trying to remove any signs of presence of it from our hearts and minds. However, the truth is, We are human beings that live and continue to fight and persist in this broken world only because that one thing. It is called hope. My name is Selena and welcome to my podcast Alive and Awake. I'm so happy that you are here. I am a scientist with a PhD in biochemistry that is interested in how human brain functions at a biochemical level and how our brain's wiring expands towards total awakening. Why do we become spiritual creatures? Why do we believe in God? And how that helps us ease brain health issues? To be a human is to hope. Some say hope is the last thing to die. It keeps us upright and ready. It gets us out of the bed in the morning. How many times in your life all you could do is to hope that something will turn out good? I certainly had quite a few of these moments. And they are so important for us. If we lose hope, we are basically left with no innate drive to continue our lives towards our goals. With that, we cannot enjoy the journey towards the goal which is anyway all that is important, because it is about the journey, not the destination. So, I'm wondering, how come we know so less about hope and brain health connection? Every one of us is part of the collective consciousness, and if one by one we get our hopes down, our collective self will be tremendously influenced as well. Again, isn't it time to know more about how hope improves brain health and what can we do to keep its level at a comfortable high and individually optimized? Hope is not the same as positive thinking or optimism. Positive thinking is an action where we deliberately put our efforts to imagine that the result of our actions 
or a certain situation will be good. Optimism does not need an effort per se. It is a belief that at the end everything will work out. Hope, however, is a process, mental action, where a person knows what is the end goal that he or she wants, has a plan how to achieve it, and with that has a motivation and confidence that enables specific steps to be taken. This separation has to be taken not so lightly though, since all three states are activated by positivity and feeling good, which implicates that there must be some overlap in their pathways in the brain itself. Couple of studies were performed in order to look a bit closely into the state of the brain whilst being hopeful. The first study used um, resting state MRI, which is basically monitoring brain activity at rest, to investigate how the functional brain looks like when individuals are hopeful. The correlation between the intensity of spontaneous brain activity and hope measured using the Dispositional Hope Scale, DHS, was investigated and showed that higher levels of hope, like agency thinking and pathway thinking combined, were related to lower spontaneous brain activity in the bilateral med medial orbitofrontal cortex. So this brain region is located in the frontal lobe and is connected with motivation and decision-making process, which are the key elements of hope. Second study looked at the anatomy of the brain on hope using structural MRI. And scientists in this study examined the association between regional gray matter volumes and hope as measured via the DHS again. Results showed a positive correlation between hope and gray matter volumes on the left supplementary motor area, which is located in the dorsomedial frontal cortex. It is respons responsible for organizing complex movements through connection between cognition and action. Interestingly, it forms a conduit between the prefrontal cortex where higher order thinking and planning occurs and the primary motor cortex which initiates voluntary movement. So, since the supplementary motor area is involved in goal-directed behaviors, it makes sense that it is involved as a part of the hope pathway too. However, no connections between gray matter volumes and the individual components of hope, already mentioned agency thinking and pathway thinking, were found. In conclusion, hope should be connected with the net in the frontal cortex, like the prefrontal cortex, which is found to be important in the states of optimism and positive thinking.
when talking about neurotransmitters that are linked with hope so far, it comes with no surprise that those are the same ones that are used in therapy for depression and anxiety disorders. Main hormone that one study connected with hope was dopamine. One study found that improving dopamine function increased prediction bias in an optimistic direction, as there is the overlap in the networks of hope, optimism and positive thinking, there is a high probability that dopamine contributes to the expression of hope as well. Other hormones like oxytocin, norepinephrine and serotonin have been linked to feeling positive emotions and stabilizing the mood and also they might help to increase the sense of determination, happiness and hopefulness. However, is the hope always a positive tool to use? Some would argue that hope exists in two types. True hope and false hope. True hope that comes from an individual was briefly discussed in the beginning of this podcast and it provides belief that the end result would be the desired one and influences the person in a positive way. False hope, on the other hand, is a negative type of hope since brings disappointment and frustration when the desired outcome does not materialize. It comes from the too broad of expectations or false expectations. Some psychologists say that it doesn't matter if the hope is true or false. At the end, if it doesn't come true, it, it is always false. This is what can be realized as a dangerous part of hope. Like, if it comes to be false, a person who is at already fragile brain health state can have fatal endings. This is a sad, drastic situation. However, it could happen. And it is also my call for all of us that we have to be careful how we implement hope in our lives. Or if you are a professional who works with mental health issues, be careful how you implement hope into your patients' lives in comparison to the state of their brain health. It has been showed that a person's hope that an experimental treatment may prolong or improve um, or both his or her life can only be called false when he or she thinks that the changes uh, of personal benefits are greater than those estimated by experts slash doctors. So if he or she does accept doctors' opinions, continuing to hope can be realistic. In other words, hope is realistic if it contributes to realizing what a person wants to achieve in his or her life. I want to mention briefly another 
type of hope, which is not scientifically mentioned, but it is a hope type that a lot of people are implementing in their lives, including myself. And that is hope that comes from our religious state of mind. And I will just mention a biblical hope, since that is the type of hope that I know to talk about. Biblical hope is foundationally more than a faint wish for something. It is more than moral expectations, more than motivation for a choice of action. Biblical hope is a confident expectation of a guaranteed result that changes the way you live. Biblical hope is never-ending source of love and support. I find this description of hope so gentle and yet so powerful at the same time. And I would love that we all could look at hope as a river of possibility and power. Hope as a beginning and ending point of each of our lives. Hope that really changes the way we live in the most positive way. That there is no danger in having wishes, having confidence and some expectations. And if we reach the disappointment in this life, in this world, that's nothing new. We can learn to go over it and reach for the flame of hope yet again that actually never leaves us. It might just hide until we want it to surface back. We, people, are, if anything, hopeful creatures, and that will never change. No matter how much we depend on technology, no matter how much we are consumed by AI, having hope, at least for some more years to come, will be something that distinguishes us from any other animal species or a robot. My favorite quote about hope is actually from a scientist, Jonas Salk, and he said, Hope lies in dreams, in imagination, and in a courage of those who dare to make dreams into reality. My wish for you, and my hope for you, is that you never stop being aware of your hope. Make it a permanent resonant of your awakened soul. I personally believe that hope is something good, something miraculous, and it is here to stay as long as humans exist. Take a breath, smile, and hope. Wish you a wonderful day or night. Until next time. Lots of love, Selena. And please don't forget that each episode is also followed by a blog post. So if you don't want to listen, you can always read.
And for that, you visit www.aliveandawake.org. Thank you and enjoy. Thank <laughs> you.